Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! <laughs> Again, my beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 91. 91, set your phases for stun or fun. That's what I meant to say. Great, I'm making Star Trek references and fucking up right off the bat. This is going to be a great show. Well, tonight, we're taking a look at a brand new movie called Absence, which may or may not make the heart grow fonder. And then... We're going to premiere a very special, brand new segment of the show about films that are unspeakable. What does that mean? You'll have to wait and find out. But not for a while, after this trailer and some talking and some other stuff. Okay, bye. The Ryan Case, 1874, is an interactive murder mystery in which you are the detective. Scour the streets, catch a killer, and have yourself a grand old time. Visit www.liveintheater.com or call 212-780-4787. Well, hello there, gorgeous. How are you doing? It's been so long since I've seen you. You look fabulous. Did you lose weight? Good, because you're a fat pig. No, I'm just kidding. You're beautiful just the way you are. Hi, everybody. Hi, it's another episode of Scream Queen. So let's find out what's been going on since the last time that we met. Well, the big thing, of course, is I had my surgery. Yay. For those of you who don't know, I've had a polynodial cyst, polynodial cyst, polynodial, polyno, Polynesian cyst. Just under my tailbone, it's been plaguing me for years, and I've finally gotten it removed. It was last Monday, and it went swimmingly. I don't have any funny stories about it at all until I got home. Because they said, okay, about six hours after you get home, we need you to take a bath so you can take the bandages off your butt and, you know, soak. I'm supposed to soak in the tub every day, you know soften everything up and it was then I discovered to my horror that they shaved my butt I don't know why I didn't think of that going in but I felt raped I felt used I'm like you took away my world famous fuzzy butt that people come from miles around to admire and pet and occasionally braid so I think I have to declassify myself as an otter until it grows back. And I don't know what that's going to be like. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Because all of a sudden, it's like fuzzy, 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 fuzzy skin. Fuzzy, fuzzy, fuzzy. What's weird? It's weird. And I don't like it. And on top of it, they use staples to close me up. So there's like a four-inch trail of staples on my butt. Now, I haven't seen them. I've just felt them. I don't feel the need to go poking back there and see what it looks like. You know, A, because it's all bald back there now. Bald. Bald like Rich Kazarian from the Dark Side Horror Movie meetup group. And on top of it, it feels like Frankenstein back there. I've got Frankenbutt. I've got big, bald Frankenbutt. That ain't right. That ain't right. So I'm just waiting for all of a sudden the stables to break open in the middle of the night and go fire bad. 
and then throw some little girl in the drink for throwing daisies in the water. I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing. And I've been feeling pretty lousy this whole week. The um, antibiotics they have me on have me permanently stick to my stomach. Just this generic oogie feeling. And the painkillers, you know, I'm on Percocet. Not right now, believe it or not. I'm just sick. But I've talked about it before. I don't like them because you don't really rest on it. You just kind of gray out. And I feel itchy from it. So I haven't been taking them. I've just been taking Tylenol. So that's since that's the other major component of Percocet. It's you know, heavy drugs and Tylenol. So I've just been rolling on that. But on top of it all, my sinus infection is back and evidently amoxicillin is doing nothing for it. So my head feels like it's going to fall off and roll down the block. My stomach feels like it's going to either implode or explode. And then my butt is naked, naked, naked with franken teeth. It looks like it's smiling with braces. Uh. I just think about Marsha Brady when she got braces and she's just like, I'm ugly, ugly. Because as you know, everything I learned about my life, I learned from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> so that's the way it is right now. What else has been going on? Not a lot, not a lot. I've just been sitting around feeling awful. But um, hey, remember Doug Shapiro? He was my guest. You know, the guy who's afraid of everything, the guy who has no aesthetic distance. He was on, he guested with uh, listener Trey Dean on our insane review of Agatha Christie's Evil Under the Sun. Well, he is now, um, forgive me if I'm using the title wrong, but I'm going to say that he's an associate professor at Pace University. So congratulations, Doug. And he's teaching um, musical theater students, particularly like composers and lyricists and stuff, you know, some of the business of the trade that he does with the savvy actor, it's now like an official course. So I think that's really cool. And the other day, he invited me and some other folks who have been, who've converted their careers into something online, you know, some new media type stuff, or just have taken their musical theater degrees and, and using it for other things to show these kids that there are other avenues worth pursuing. So I went in on Friday. And it was good. And I talked about the show and I talked about all of you and how important this has become to me and what a great outlet it's been and how it's led me to a career in audiobooks and how I've met wonderful people from all around the world and how that uh, this we have this strange bond that you wouldn't get from a radio show. Like, you know, I've had a couple of listeners contact me this week with some problems. I'm not going to say who you are, but you know who you are. And offering my, you know, asking for my gay wisdom advice. And that was nice. And actually, I had some rough times in the past couple of weeks. So I want to thank my little, my little blonde friend Jason out there. Jason, Mick, you know who you are. For being a comfort in a dark hour. And I would, you know what, what the heck. For that, you're the screen queen of the week. Congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations. There may not be a sound effect here because I'm so freaking high. So let's just pretend that Fay Ray went, ah, right around there. Now, on Friday when I went in, I had to do two sessions. I sat in for part of the class and then they talked to us. We talked to the students at the end of the class. And that one went fine. And then we had lunch. And then for the second class, they were going to talk to us first and then have their class. Just so we didn't have to sit around all day. 
Well, I don't know, something happened towards the end of the first class that my stomach started acting up. My painkillers were wearing off, and on top of that, like, I was getting the weird stomach thing, which is neither... Well, I don't know what it is. This particular time, it was just this, like, big, huge bubble of what felt like gas, and it was just sitting there. So I talked about the show, I raved about all of you, I urged them all to come listen, and then I said, Doug, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to leave, because students of Pace University, who might be listening right now, because, you know, I believe me, I plugged the shit out of the show, so hopefully you're there, I left, because I didn't want to be up there saying... Hi, I'm a professional in new media. <laughs> Look at me. I'm the future of... I'm you in the future with your musical theater degree. <laughs> That's really more a Bradford thing to do. I didn't want to fart up their careers before, you know, anything was going on. Are you still listening, people, from Pace? This is what I get awards for, motherfuckers, okay? This is it. This is it right here. Like I said, on this show, I am more real than I am at any other time. I am more real and I am more honest. So there I was, being real and honest. I was going to fart all over you, second class. First class, you got off lucky. Doug Shapiro, I didn't want to ruin your career either. But he brought in people and they just farted on the incoming... <laughs> They killed an entire crowd of brilliant future lyricists and composers. And I'm like, sorry, I'm on antibiotics. It would just be terrible. Anyway, enough of my babbling. We've got a lot of show to get to because in addition to the main feature, this movie Absence, which I was uh, 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 invited to see through various publicity agents, so it must be a big deal, I'm introducing a new segment of the show, a series of movies that I have deemed unspeakable. Now, what does that mean? That's a very scary term to use. Yes, I know. Well, it's not so scary. What it means is that for whatever reason, this movie, these movies rather, are movies that are impossible to talk about if you haven't seen it, you know, with someone who hasn't seen it, without completely ruining it. So all I can do is nudge and say, see this movie, see this movie, see this movie. And hopefully you'll listen to me because usually you do. Or you don't. And then you just live in ignorance, but that's fine too. But anyway, we got a lot of show to get to. Enough of my babbling. Let's get rolling with Scream Queens number 91. Yay! Where's my Percocet? I think I will take one just for the shits and the giggles. Yahoo! I'm 
So in the past couple months, as the popularity of the show has grown, I've been getting requests from various publicity firms to check out various movies um, and get previews and, you know, publicize some of their upcoming films. For the most part, I have not been able to go. Just my schedule is just too busy to go to their screenings. If they don't have a DVD for me to watch or a link to follow, I usually can't go. The exception recently being Black Rock with uh, Lake Bell and all those girls, which was pretty good. Now, I got a rather urgent one forwarded me to the folks from uh, from Brian at Drunken Zombie. Because for some reason they send it to them first and then it's in New York and they're like, duh, we're in Peoria. So they send it to me, but that's not the point right now. But really desperate, like, this movie's opening this week in New York. Please cover it. Please, please, please. We'll have interviews set up with the director and the stars and anything you want. And I'm like, great. This sounds cool. So I said, yes, I'll check it out. And that's the movie we're talking about now. It's called Absence. And, well, let's just take a listen to the trailer, shall we? Of course we shall. Are you crazy? God. Can you tell me about the night you lost your baby? Everything was really normal. Ma'am, we'd like to ask you a couple questions, if that's all right. So we just stopped in this room. Accept him. I just wasn't pregnant anymore. So we're on our way to the cabin. This trip is obviously, you know, part vacation and uh, part therapy for Liz. The only person that might know is Lizzie and she can't remember anything. I don't know what happened. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Honestly, this isn't normal. Who has this in their living room? You were freaked out. You were seriously scared. That, right, right there. You know what that is? What's that? That's the sound of a fire truck coming because you're burning those burgers. Like that, Liz? <laughs> Lizzie? Are you okay, Liz? Oh my god. Is she okay? What is wrong with her? If anything hurts or anything happens, you gotta you gotta tell me, okay? Just promise that you won't give up on me. Too, man. I don't know, all right? I don't know. Stop! Stop! Hey, baby, we're going home. Don't let me. What happened? Ah! Please, don't leave! Please. Okay, so that's absence. Now, I don't know how much you were able to garnish from the trailer, but it's the story of this, you know, married couple. And before the movie starts, she's pregnant. She's happily pregnant, la la la. She goes to bed one night and wakes up the next morning and she's just not pregnant. There's no baby. She didn't lose it. It's just gone. And of course this is the becomes a media circus and um She's pretty much uh, demonized by everyone in town. They think that you know her and her husband have murdered the baby somehow and are thinking of getting away with it or whatever. Whatever's going on, they're just – it's not good. They don't know what happened. People don't really seem to want to find out what happened because they're just assuming that they killed this, the baby and yada, yada, yada. So her brother says, let's go up on this weekend trip up to the mountains for therapy. Okay. The trailer gave me hope. This looked kind of interesting. I said, that's a very strange thing to have happened, to just go to bed and then not be pregnant. However, this movie is painfully, 
awful. Dull, 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 dull. First of all, it's found footage, and immediately I cringed. I'm like, oh, God, not another one of these. Because, oddly enough, as the found footage craze goes on and on and on, people aren't finding ways to make it better. They're just kind of making it worse. Falling back on the old tropes over and over again instead of finding new ways to bring the found footage genre to life. And this, literally nothing happens for most of the course of the movie. Now, I was confused, to be perfectly honest, because the movie opened with a title saying something about fetal abduction and how fetal abduction has become more and more uh, common since a certain date in the 60s and blah, 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 and every year there are blah, blah, blah cases of fetal abduction. And I did not know what that meant. I'm like, so people are kidnapping babies out of people? I'm thinking, is this like, spoiler alert, is this like that movie um, Inside, that French movie? People want to steal babies from inside other people? I don't know. What's going on? And as the movie goes on, you start to realize that it's alien abductions. Now, I guess if I was my friend Owen, who's the UFO nerd, he would have known immediately what it was. And I thought, oh, well, maybe they were trying to surprise you. But then I saw a different trailer from it that was like, on such and such a date, lights were seen in the sky. UFOs landed over this house and three people were never seen again. I'm like, I guess not. They were not hiding that, so it was not supposed to be a point of suspense. So, Okay, the problem with the movie. Okay, 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 okay. The guy who's holding the camera, the brother, is such an asshole. He's so annoying. He's so annoying. He's so annoying. He plays practical jokes, and he thinks he's really funny. He just, everything he says is like snotty response, and it's not funny. And literally, it's every line. Every line is some snotty comeback. And you just want to smack him. And I'm watching the movie going, how is this therapy for his sister? Occasionally, he has an interview with her. But for the most part, it's him playing asshole jokes. And so this is most of the movie. And then he meets a girlfriend, a girl named Meg, who literally adds nothing to the movie. I said, okay, maybe she's something to do with it. Maybe it's kind of a conspiracy because she acts weird sometimes. But no, literally nothing. Nothing. And this is one of those movies that they have to talk about the camera all the time. Why don't you put the camera down? Could you please put the camera down? Please put the camera down. Can you put the camera down? No, I don't want to put the camera down. If I put the camera, I want to tape everything. Because if I don't tape everything, then it won't be, you know, scientific. Blah, 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 blah. blah. We know. We know, we know, we know, we know, we know. And if it's not bad enough, like, she, he mates this girl. And on their first date, he's got the camera with them in her face. And she does not seem to have a problem with this. God almighty. God almighty. So, this. A couple of scenes that gave me hope. The girl who plays the um, the wife who who's lost the the baby, she's good. He's doing an interview with her, and at certain points, I'm going, she's lying. She's playing layers. She's not what she's saying is not true. Her eyes are saying something else. So I'm saying this is interesting. So she knows she knows something that we don't know. Does that ever come back again? No. There's one kind of crunchy crawly scene that was pretty good, but. It's awful. It's awful. It's filled with terrible improv, which means it's like fuck every third word. And whenever something happens, people react too much to it. Like, oh my god, do you see that over there? Oh my god, do you see that? Do you see that? Do you see that? What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? Do you see it? Do you see it? What is that? 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 And what people don't do in real life. If you saw lights in the sky, people would be like, holy shit, what is that? 
whisper, whisper. Maybe whisper, maybe whisper, whisper. But he'd probably be really quiet going, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> Not screaming at it. And then there's a chase at the end where the sister goes missing and he's running through the woods with the camera and I have never gotten sick from this found footage kind of movie, but the man is just running with the camera, so for a good seven to 10 minutes, the camera is not focused on anything, and I was going to hurl. And then the ending came, and I was like, okay, that was a movie. And this was way back in July, and my friend Don was with me, and we had gone to see a screening, uh, the free screening of, what did we see? Oh, the, 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 the Purge, I think it was. Was it The Purge? Doesn't matter. And I said, Don, I'm supposed to interview this dude tomorrow. This movie was awful. What am I supposed to say to him? I'm going to rip him to pieces. And Don being evil, he's like, well, why don't you ask really stupid questions? Like it had really happened. Like it was a documentary. So did you tell the government? that there were aliens that kidnapped these three people. So these three people are dead now, and, and, and you just f filmed it. How are you not in jail? And I thought of that, and that would be great. And uh, So I just skipped the interview completely, because I just, I just don't want to spend any time with this. I don't want to spend any time with this. However, I felt an obligation to Sam, the PR person, who was kind enough to give me a private link to the movie to watch it, to talk about it on the show. So now I've talked about it on the show, so I feel my debt to society has been repaid. Fuck this movie. I swear to God. Found footage. Put a cork in it. It's done. Unless you have a brilliant idea. Just don't do it. It just is over. We don't believe you anymore. Nobody believes it's really found footage. And we already know everyone's going to die. Because that's what happens in every found footage. If everybody doesn't die, it's not found footage. Who cares? This movie's terrible. It's terrible, terrible. It's terrible, 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 terrible. Absence. Yes. Yes. I'm absent like two hours of my life and now another 10 minutes that I've been talking about it with you. But you know what? I've saved you that time. So if it's popping up in your Netflix counter, uh, you know, your queue someday, just say no. Say no to absence. Be absent to absence because it does not make the heart grow fonder. It makes my ass grow whiter with poop. I don't know. That was gross. Stop me dead rock!
Hey there, Screamers. Um, I am sorry to have to do this, but there's been an emergency on this end. Uh, I'm going to have to cut the show short because my dad has been in the ICU for the past two days. He, I found out last night he's been um, vomiting up black and green stuff. And he's at Mercy Hospital. Um, he ha- was at Mercy Hospital. They don't have a diagnosis yet, but they, they sent him home. Uh, because evidently with uh, Obamacare, the the patients that they keep a watch on, they can't stay in the hospital now. I guess that's the rule. I don't know. But ever, he's happy because he's at home watching golf, but we still don't know what's wrong. On Monday, he's going to go for a whole battery of tests because um, what they're afraid of is there might be some kind of internal bleeding. Uh, and my mother's all freaked out because she almost died from internal bleeding a few years ago, well, almost 20 years ago, uh, from what do you call it, diverticulitis. So she's freaking out. My dad's never freaking out and because he never freaks out about anything. So it leaves it for the rest of us to freak out. So I'm freaking out. So unfortunately, there's just no more show. I just can't. Uh, there's a ton of voicemails. There's five voicemails, but I promise I'll get to you guys next time. Because uh, It's October. And that means it's Halloween, and that means it's like Christmas here at Scream Queen's headquarters. And there's going to be all kinds of crazy stuff going on. And for the next episode, episode 92, I have not one, but two amazing, amazing celebrity guests. One from the podcast world. Sorry, let's try that again in English. One from the podcasting world, and the other from the world of performance art. And he is going to blow your mind. They're both going to blow your mind, but your mind is going to be like, is what I'm saying. And I'm sorry I couldn't get to this segment on unspeakable movies. So um, I decided to do this instead. It's been a long time since I gave a homework assignment. Hasn't it? Yes, it has. So I'm going to do that right now. The movie I want you to watch is called Home Movie. Possibly Home Movies, but I think it's just Home Movie from 2008. And it stars Adrian Pascar, who used to be on uh, Heroes, and he was in um, Near Dark and stuff like that. And here are my instructions, though. Do not read the box. Do not read the description. And whatever you do, don't watch the trailer. Because those three things spoil the whole movie. And the shock of this movie is what makes it really resonate and really tense. Now, I recommended it a couple weeks ago to uh, listener Jason, who was just currently crowned Scream Queen of the Week. Because he was looking for something to watch, and he thought it was great. Very tense, very exciting, and very scary. And I think you guys will like it. And I would like you, if you check it out, to call in with your reviews, pro and con, because that makes Daddy happy. And you want to make Daddy happy, don't you? Damn right you do. It's available on Netflix. I don't think it's on streaming, but by all means, search it out. It's worth it. Home movie, 2008. But if you watch the fucking trailer, or read read anything about it, you're on your own. And it's a delicate little film. It's found footage, but the best possible found footage. And I told the guys at Drunken Zombie to watch it alone and in the dark because that's how I saw it. I, wa- I picked it up on pay-per-view on a whim. I had never heard of it, knew nothing about it. And I watched it alone, and it scared the hell out of me. There were points I was jumping on the bed screaming. And I want you to have that experience. So that is my homework for you. And hey, does anybody know... Since I know they've revised so much with Xbox and stuff, can you still do parties with Netflix? 
Because I haven't done that in a long time either, and I miss that. I miss watching movies with you guys and having a party. If anybody knows, please let me know. Write me, tweet me, make me write bad checks. And, of course, you can always reach me on the phone at 347-767-3509. Or you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And that's Queens with a Z. You can like me on Facebook. You can follow me on Twitter. And you can just continue to rock the world the way the world should be rocked. It has been waiting to be rocked, but you haven't started rocking it in that way yet because we've been waiting for you. That's right, you. So until next time, my beautiful screamers, continue to make the world a creepier place. And unfortunately, my grandmama still doesn't have anything to say this week, so um, just send your love, send your prayers, send whenever you got cuffs. We could use it. I could use it just for myself, for what I've been going through, and I could use it for my dad. And my mom. And everybody there, too. And what the hell? Throw some for Mr. Bradford as well. And his teeth. <laughs> Can't let a show go without making fun of Bradford's teeth. Now can I? Now get the fuck out of here. I love you, but you're starting to bother me. Just kidding. I just love you. I love you so much. Bye. I go hunting for witches. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>